0: Facebook given the maximum possible fine in the UK for the Cambridge Analytica data debacle, Yahoo settles a class action over their data breaches, and how to secure healthcare data in the cloud. These stories and more on this week's ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Nick Holland. This week, the UK's data protection regulator dropped the maximum possible fine on Facebook for the Cambridge Analytical data debacle, five hundred thousand pounds, the equivalent of six hundred fifty thousand U.S. dollars. Here's ISMG's executive editor, data breach today in Europe, Matt Schwartz, with more.
1: Facebook has been slammed with the maximum possible fine under the UK's data privacy law after it suffered a very serious data incident that exposed an estimated eighty-seven million Facebook users' personal details. The Information Commissioner's Office, which is the UK's data protection authority and which enforces the country's privacy laws, announced the £500,000 fine this week. The ICO says Facebook violated the country's rules on processing personal data. It also accuses the social networking giant of failing to take appropriate technical and organizational measures against unauthorized or unlawful processing of personal data. At issue is the exposure of what Facebook estimates to have been 87 million users' personal details, which was obtained by a researcher named Alexander Kogan, who sold it to others while claiming to Facebook that what he was doing was purely for research purposes. The ICO says that it imposed the maximum penalty possible on Facebook in part because while Facebook created policies governing how third parties could use Facebook user data, it failed to enforce them or to have any way at all to review anyone's compliance with the policies. Facebook didn't even know anything was amiss until The Guardian first published a story about Kogan's app in December 2015, which was well after Kogan launched his app in November 2013. Elizabeth Denham, who heads the ICO, says she would have imposed a much greater penalty on Facebook had it been possible legally. But the breach occurred before May 25th of this year, which is when the EU's General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, came into full force. As a result, the investigation happened under the previous UK law in effect, which was the 1998 Data Privacy Act, which allows for a maximum penalty of £500,000. Now, however, organisations that fail to comply with GDPR's privacy requirements face fines of up to 4% of their annual global revenue, or 20 million euros, whichever is greater. Organizations that fail to comply with GDPR's reporting requirements also face a separate fine of up to 10 million euros, or 2% of their annual global revenue. The ICO's Facebook find comes as the regulator conducts a wide-ranging investigation into the alleged collection and misuse of people's personal data by Cambridge Analytica. The firm formerly had offices in London, New York, and Washington, and the ICO says it was part of SCL Elections Limited that was reportedly part-owned by U.S. billionaire Robert Mercer. The individuals who ran Cambridge Analytica have been accused of obtaining Facebook user data and using it to try to influence voters potentially helping bring about not only Britain's referendum on the EU, Brexit, but also Donald Trump's election victory. Following the Facebook and Cambridge Analytica data scandal that kicked off last year, Cambridge Analytica closed up shop. But the ICO says that it continues to investigate and has promised to hold the company's directors to account if it finds any evidence of wrongdoing. In other words, the £500,000 fine against Facebook may be the start of much more to come. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Matthew Schwartz.
0: You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. Another company that was this week dealing with the fallout of lax data protection was Yahoo. The company agreed to settle a class action for its data breaches that may ultimately cost it as much as $85 million. Here's ISMG's Managing Editor, Security and Technology, Jeremy Kirk, with the details.
2: Yahoo's cleanup over its devastating data breaches may soon be coming to an end. Earlier this week, a proposed agreement was filed in federal court that would end a class action suit against the company, which is now owned by Verizon. Yahoo, which is now called Altaba and falls under Verizon's Oath Division, could end up paying as much as $85 million. The agreement is awaiting final approval of the court. Under the agreement, Yahoo will put $50 million in a fund for victims seeking reimbursement of losses specifically linked to breaches. Yahoo is also on the hook for a maximum of $35 million in attorney's fees and up to $2.5 million in other expenses. It also must pay for credit monitoring services for victims, a cost that is separate from the $50 million fund. Yahoo's first data breach disclosure was in September 2016. It came as the company was already battling to revive its relevancy as competitors such as Google and Facebook dominated online advertising. In that month, Yahoo disclosed 500 million accounts had been compromised two years earlier. In December that year, it announced another breach dating from August 2013 that affected 1 billion accounts. Then, in the next year, in October 2017, Yahoo disclosed that the 2013 breach had actually compromised 3 billion accounts, which was virtually its entire user base. Victims are eligible for a cash payment of $100. Victims can also apply for reimbursement of -of out-of-pocket costs related to the breaches. Those costs can be reimbursed dollar for dollar or up to $25,000. However, the agreement says that the incidents which can be reimbursed have to be fairly traceable to the breaches. If approved by the court, the agreement adds to the steep costs shouldered by Yahoo over the incidents. In April, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission fined Yahoo $35 million because it waited two years before disclosing the 2014 breach. That breach was disclosed as Verizon was in talks to acquire Yahoo. As a result of the disclosure and the unknown costs that may come, the acquisition price was reduced by about $350 million. It's difficult to calculate the full financial impact of Yahoo's breach problems, but it likely arches up to a half billion dollars. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk. Finally this week,
0: I got to speak with Mark Eggleston, CISO at Health Partners Plans. Mark is also going to be speaking at the upcoming ISMG Healthcare Security Summit in New York on November 13th and 14th. I asked Mark about how he goes about dealing with the problem of secure cloud storage of sensitive healthcare information. Here's Mark's response.
3: Yes, that's a, that's a paramount uh, issue here at Health Partners Plans and a lot of their uh, companies. Um, and one of the big solutions there to help that out is CASBs, Cloud Access Security Brokers. But basically having a technology that's able to monitor the data that you're uh, uploading and downloading from the web is very, very helpful. And these tools, you know, provide also authentication measures and they authenticate the endpoint as well. So imagine that you are on a company-encrypted laptop, it'd probably be a relatively safe place to download um, a patient list. But downloading that same list from, let's say, an Office 365 or cloud-based application to your personal PC, that's a whole nother matter because we don't have the same level of attestations or confirmations that those home personal PCs have robust encryption on those endpoints. So, you know, these type of cloud technologies are where a lot of my um, security folks are beginning to go to because what we've come to realize is that the perimeter is dead. A lot of those perimeter devices that we've invested in through the last several years uh, are not as adept and are not as thorough at really getting you a good picture of cloud-based security risk. Um, so imagine, you know, going back to the Casby example, if you know that you're Uh, that your data is going up in these cloud environments, wouldn't it be great if you could also rate those cloud environments on, you know, uh, same things that some of the public security scorecard vendors are doing? You know, when's the last time they had a breach? Do they have a SOC 2 on file? Um, Those type of things. And, uh, you know, how big is their security team from a Dun & Bradstreet uh, perspective? All those type of factors being figured in can really help you uh, boil the inevitable ocean of risk that exists in the cloud. Um, so, we're pleased to be uh, using some of those tools here at my company. That's it for this
0: week's ISMG Security Report. Theme music is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Nick Holland. Catch you next time.